0: a massive impact in the world, and it's time. So let's do this. You guys, this is literally like the 10th time I'm recording (laughs) this intro. Anyway. Because my freaking microphone wasn't plugged in and like shit was just not cool. Anyway, hello, my beautiful soul sisters. Stephanie here from SpiritualBossBabe.com. Super excited for today's episode because I have one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, my favorite soul sisters on today's show, Martha Krejci. And Martha is the CEO of Alpha Palm and Tribe Finder. And so what Tribe Finder is, is basically a platform online where other spiritual entrepreneurs can share their services and share what they have to offer. In front of a larger audience. And Martha and I actually share a very similar mission in the sense that we are super passionate about helping fellow healers, coaches, heart centered entrepreneurs really get their message and gifts out into the world in a bigger way because together we can make a massive impact, right? And we can change the world. So that's the goal. And Martha and I talk very often, and she's such an amazing soul. She's like a marketing genius, first of all and she has grown this business of hers with tribe finder in the last year like crazy it's just super super inspiring and what she's doing and all of the programs and services that she has to offer to help people are just amazing and so freaking valuable so i'm really excited to have her on here to share her wealth of knowledge with you and we dive into a lot of things we don't just talk business but we talk about some very interesting uh, spiritual woo things, I guess you could say. So it's going to be good. But before we dive in, I just want to remind you, if you are not in my Spiritual Boss Babes Facebook group, and you are a fellow Spiritual Boss Babe, then go check it out. Just search Facebook for Spiritual Boss Babes and it will pop up in the group section. Also, I have a ton of free resources for you to help you step into your next level self, upgrade your mindset, and grow your soul centered business on my website. So you can go check that out at spiritualbossbabe.com. All right, so let's dive in and welcome Martha on to the show. Thank you so much for being here with us, Martha. Of course, thank you we are going to dive into everything spiritual business spiritual growth run and shit and all the goods <laughs> <laughs> so i guess we'll start off martha can you just share a little bit about your personal entrepreneurial journey since oh, yeah. many of the people listening are spiritual entrepreneurs it'd be cool to see like where you started and how you evolved and came to creating tribe finder
1: yeah oh heck! yeah, I love to tell this story so um, I worked at well, I can say it publicly. I worked at GoDaddy for a very long time, so i 've learned the ins and outs of digital marketing uh, by, by way of fixing things that were broken, which is the best way to learn in my opinion uh, so i I learned all about digital marketing through them, and then also you know I got curious right, and so I started learning other things too. Uh, well, when I was still working there, that is where really that, that awakening started happening for me. Like I, I could say that I can see now back on the journey. It was, you know, there was, there was something that happened here when I was younger and there was something that happened here, but like the big, big thing happened, um, just after my daughter was born. I never realized that. It was just after Nora was born. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, and her name means light, go figure. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so it was just after she was born that I really started getting into, I think my gateway drug was essential oils. Mm-hmm. And then I, I start, and then there was crystals, right? And then I started hanging around the metaphysical shops. And then I would go to the expos. And then I was just like, I need to learn all of the things i want to know everything and i want to know it all right now (laughs) so i just sort of like dove face first into everything spiritual and metaphysical that was calling to me right i mean there's so many things but I was, I would just, what I call it is following divinely led footsteps. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was going into the things that were calling me as they started calling me. So I was kind of like the, the woo woo girl at GoDaddy that had crystals on my desks and or on my desk and then had the inspirational things like all over my walls, on my wallpaper, on my computer. Like I was that girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it, I was already sort of, my mindset was shifting Shifting already, and then people around me, of course, were starting to see it. But then I would—I had gone into leadership already, so I was already starting to lead other people um, at work. And uh, whenever, so I had a day, I had a time where Nora started taking her first steps, and I was sitting in my cubicle. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and I got the video of it from my husband at home that was Mm -hmm. with her and there was something in me that just went straight up primal animal I cannot be constrained anymore like I this is not natural this is not right I need to be out of this there's no it is not there's something wrong if with the entire equation if you truly cannot leave a building in order to go see your child on the in those moments there's yeah. something wrong there right like that's just it i couldn't i just couldn't so when people say i just can't i couldn't wow so <laughs> right. well that's a big moment it was huge and i could I, it when i couldn't leave it was it, it was the the it was it was my catalyst. It was what happened. So then that next weekend um, I was talking to Mike, my husband, and I said, okay, um, sort of like based on what has happened and based on that situation and, and how I feel about that situation, I'm not okay with that happening again. Okay. Right. So now let's Let's take control. So now we're going to take back our power (laughs) and we are going to start our own agency because we can, because we're good and because we know what we're doing and because we house these skill sets that... Um, people will gladly pay for us to help them do this stuff. And we don't have to be millionaires or anything. We just have to be able to pay our bills. That's not a big deal, right? So um, in, in the overall scheme of things, guys, if you're listening to this right now and thinking I can't take that step, I can't take that jump because I have X, Y, and Z to pay for, put it in perspective it's never really that much, right? It's never really that much. Just think of how many clients you would need in order to make that. So, and you'll realize that it's not that much. Mm. So that being said, I totally jumped out the window. (laughs) I quit my job, like quit my job and, and, uh, and just started uh, this agency and it's called Alpha Palm. It's still around today. We still have lots of clients. Um, we're big into SEO or search engine optimization. We're also good into social media marketing and videography and all sorts of stuff. Wow. But um, with that, you know, it's again, it's always divinely led footsteps. So with that journey, we, we, were, we were already in a space of, of sort of like living this truth. And then I got the download for Tribe Finder that was like, okay, and now you're going to do this more specifically for these people in yeah. order to get the healers in front of the people that need them. So, so what
0: exactly is Tribe Finder for those who don't know?
1: That's a fantastic question (laughs) because tribe finder has recently evolved again or is in the process of evolving again. That's what businesses do. We just keep evolving. Um, It's evolve or die, right? It's grow or die. So um, what, what tribe finder is, is we, help the uh, like entrepreneurs of the world, solopreneurs, definitely spiritual businesses. Um, We help you be seen. We help you get in front of the people that need you. So uh, number one, it's a directory. So it, it, just by being on the site alone, you're going to show up very high on search engines um, under the categories that you've chosen to go under. Uh, we're also, again, we're doing a revamp, so it's probably going to be relaunched here in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, there's going to be other things that are added onto it. But also, uh, any member of ours also gets access to any of our online courses that are just marketing online courses. Um, Actually, I'm sorry, marketing and biz dev. So when I say biz dev, um, how to do, how to file for a DBA, what's the difference between an LLC and a sole proprietorship? Like those, those things that like, even when you Google them, you're like, what? (laughs) I still don't know the answer. But, um, but yeah, we've, we've made it all very easy for you to be able to run your business as a solopreneur and as a micro business and definitely as a spiritual business, because that's my heart and soul. All I think it's,
0: time. I think it's so interesting that you said when you were at GoDaddy, that's when you started getting into like the crystals and the metaphysical stuff. Like you, you've never really been into it before then. Cause I know, I mean, there's a, a, everyone's at this different stage. Like there's a lot of people in my Facebook group that are just starting out. There's some people who've been into it for like ever, so was that like the very, very first time for you? Like,
1: I have always been um, what somebody would call a hippie. Mm. <laughs> I've always Same been here. that. <laughs> so I've always been like my mindset has always been of like really the collective, right. And, and sort of like earth energy and things like that. I've always been like that. However, I grew up in, now be prepared. This is a lot of words, um, (laughs) independent fundamental, fundamental Baptist church is how I grew up. Okay. So, um, lots of rules, <laughs> lots of things you should and shouldn't do, lots of fear, lots of you're going to hell if you do this and yada, yada. And a lot of those do this things had to do with esoteric, right? Mm. Um, so there was there were things that I could and couldn't say or, or didn't feel comfortable saying at that point. But I think after Nora was born, that's where I started feeling uh, more just who gives a shit, right? Like it, it's my time. I need to say these things. I need to own these truths because they're not just my truths. Whenever you own your truth, you're giving other people permission to own their truth as well. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where it's, it's no longer about me. And I think, um, for me becoming a mom did that. Like it, it was very, um, and you hear people say it all the time. And even before I was a mom, I was like, what, like, what is this thing they're talking about? But it like, you seriously sync up with the collective in a way that like, is totally bonkers but it's now it's just like it you you're living for others right i mean you're living um it, it's really a maternal thing you're just you're you're trying to make sure that everybody else is okay and what they're doing and feeling feeling okay to live their own truth because we're only here for so long right yeah totally yeah
0: so what would you say to like someone who's like just kind of dabbling into expanding their
1: spiritual horizon (laughs) oh man just keep going stay curious and and also know that that overwhelming feeling of i don't know everything you know like that that because right when i got into essential oils um i was like i need to know all of the recipes for everything (laughs) like i need to know it all (laughs) and now i think i might but it was it when you're first starting, it's just very, very overwhelming. So that's a microcosm of everything, right? That's just essential oils. But then you get into crystals and you get into just know that everything comes uh, into your awareness or comes across your awareness exactly when it's supposed to. So don't worry about feeling like you need to rush into this or rush into that. It's going to happen exactly the way that it's supposed to obviously you can't just you know sit in your room ignore everything and still have it come in you do have to play some sort of active part but just stay curious i think staying curious is going to be enough of an active part to allow that to come into your awareness
0: yeah totally and it sounds like the more you've really worked on your spiritual growth and stepped into that the it just the, the more clear everything became with your purpose It was like that for me, too. The more I really stepped into my spiritual self and the more I just, like, embraced it because I was hiding in the spiritual closet for a while, Um, (laughs) you know, out of fear of what people would think and, like, you know, we're brought up with all this fear and all this stuff, so I was kind of hiding for a while, and when I finally stepped into it, that's when things just seemed so much more clear to me.
1: Yes. It's you, you, you get, well, I mean, you get your direction and a strange thing that even recently happened is just like with my eating patterns, my eating style and like my weight has gone down. Like I've always been, I'm just going to talk about it. I, I don't talk about this, <laughs> my weight often, talk but about I, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. I hovered around 165 ish and I'm five, three, you guys. Um, I hovered around 165-ish for most of my adult life, so high school on up. And then I got pregnant, and yeah, that, went, that was – and then it was – then we went north of that. But um, we were over 200, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so short. <laughs> this is so much weight. But, um, but so 165 started being my norm, and I didn't like it. I wasn't happy with it, but it was my norm, okay, so I was starting to think, well, this is just, this is going to be my, this is going to be my life, apparently, and then I did, like, a Nutrisystem thing, and I lost, you know, I don't know, like, what, 20-some pounds or something, and then, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool, and then I went off a Nutrisystem, and then it, and then I gained it all back, and then some, which is how it goes, and because Nutrisystem is still processed food, (laughs) it's still garbage food, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's like the macros that then make you lose weight, or really it's the caloric deficiency, I believe, but it's still garbage food. It's still garbage, you guys. So whenever I started, I did a juice fast. And then after that, I've just gone straight up vegan. I not only was I losing weight during the juice fast, which you would expect because it's juice, right? Like that's all you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but even after that, like I continue to lose weight. Even today, like I'm still losing weight, and I and I'm eating like normal foods. So um, or not normal. I'm vegan, but like <laughs> I'm eating food. <laughs> yeah. I'm using my teeth to to eat these days again, and um, still losing weight. And I think that. I think that all happens. Well, because you're eating real stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But that whole thing wouldn't have happened without this, this, like this awakening. So it's like, again, divine, divine led, divinely led footsteps where it's just the, the right things happen exactly as they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And, I really think you guys, we're all, I mean, we're all leading each other home, right? We're all supposed to be examples for each other. We're all here to show each other exactly what can be done on this plane. And then really, whenever we have this truth, then shout it from the mountaintops because then other people can scream their own truth from the mountaintops. Because right now we live in a space that is straight up suppressed, whether you, whether you think it is or not, it is. So it's, it, we we're suppressed from um, an education standpoint Mm -hmm. we're suppressed from a nutrition standpoint we're we're um, suppressed in a religious or in a spiritual way we're suppressed we're suppressed if you look at like pineal gland calcification we're suppressed in many ways so the more of us that start standing up and speaking our freaking truth then it, it's just going to allow more people to continue to do that. And then what happens? You have a gigantic shift, which is mm-hmm. on the way, which is on like the way. Like a
0: massive shift, like a domino right. shift of like changing the world. Yes. And that's why both you and I are so passionate about helping mm-hmm. spiritual entrepreneurs grow their business and share their message because like the world needs what we have to share and offer and the more people that are waking up and expanding and growing and evolving it's just going to be a totally different place here hopefully in our lifetime that would yeah.
1: be awesome it's oh I feel happening. it coming, it's coming it's coming, people are so they're, so they're waking up, they're just not sure who to believe right now, yeah. so it's like people are waking up, they just don't know what to do with that, which is why all of the spiritual businesses the practitioners, the coaches the um, the the energy healers, all All of them need to come out of the closet and do what they're here to do because the people need them, whether they're coming out of like, whether they are showing up as like as the coaches and healers or not, the people still need them. So it's really, you're doing yourself and everybody else such a disservice by not showing up in your own truth. Because that's what it's what you came here to do. For crying out loud, <laughs> do mm, yeah. your job. Do what you came here to do.
0: <laughs> I I know for some people it can be kind of like confusing because well in the beginning of like the whole well what am I supposed to do or what is my purpose? Mm. I have my own little take on that. What do you think or what do you, what is your like take on that the whole life purpose thing?
1: The life purpose thing. I think it changes. I think it. Um, I think your purpose uh, is, it will become very clear to you in the, in the things that excite you in the things that light you up. Um, but don't ever feel pigeonholed into, well, my life purpose is to do X. Mm -hmm. And then five years from then you're like, but X doesn't feel that good anymore. Okay. Then your life purpose has changed. Um, because we have seasons, right? We have, we have our growth. We have the, um, we have, something we're supposed to do here in this time frame, and that may be the same in five years. But if it doesn't feel good, that means that it's changed. So then follow the thing that feels good, and it will show up for you. But don't feel like you need to pigeonhole yourself because you're like, well, I've made this whole business on this thing, you know, whatever. Well, your people will still follow you to the next thing because they need that next thing too. Right.
0: Yeah, or you'll attract the new people who you're meant to help. Right, right. I kind of have a similar view. Yeah, I always say that um, I believe your purpose finds you, but you're allowed to shift and evolve. And the way that you your purpose finds you is from following your passions from doing the things that light you up. And I've shifted a million times, <laughs> like um, from makeup artist to personal training to doing this and, and other things in between. And I used to get really down on myself. Cause I would be like, Oh, well, I'm, I i can not make up my mind, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then finally I was like, wait a minute. No, like I'm, it's okay. Like the thought of like, things being so like rigid and definitive, like doesn't work for me. (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm going to do what lights me up in this moment and see where this goes. And now looking back though, I see that there's a common theme. There's usually a theme within your Uh passions that I feel leads clues to, yeah, you know, what what you'd love to do.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Oh, I totally agree with you on that. That's, I I also, I know that some people, I I don't know why people do this, but they, it's almost like they try to, I don't know, down on people that are multi-passionate, like they should find a thing that, that excites them. But to me, multi-passionate people, like it, it gives you your flavor, right? I mean, it gives you it gives you that reason that people will come to you. Like, say you're a Reiki practitioner, so it, it gives you the reason that people will come to you instead of coming to, you know, Susie down the street as a Reiki practitioner, because there are things that you do and things that excite you that also align with that person. So it's like, it's how people are drawn to you. That multi-passion, like that's, that's how people are drawn to you. It totally gives you your flavor. So own it, scream it out loud. But yeah, I, I hear you on the, um, on the common thread of, of things. What was your common thread? I already know this. I don't know why I'm asking. My common my common
0: theme? Well, it's art and um just helping people become the best versions of themselves and or or helping people feel good, you know, just so it started with makeup artists. Like I liked it because I was, you know, helping people feel good about themselves and I was doing my art. And, you know, same thing with my costume design stuff. But when I started doing personal training, that's when I realized it was like a deeper thing, like that I'm supposed to be doing or that I'm feeling called to do. But I just never, I didn't always feel like I was capable. Like I was, I didn't feel like I was capable of helping people in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It took me a while to to do all my own growth and and continue to do so. To really step into that role of like guiding others and teaching others and just like, you know, empowering others.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's that, that's the ego, right? Like the, the, it's the ego, like, I don't want to step on the ego's toes. I don't want to like we'll just make it a little cartoon character. Like I don't <laughs> want to make it feel bad, but like cuz what it it protected us for the time that it needed to, it protected us, right? It's just it keeps trying to do that by keeping us safe and small and saying, well, you know, you shouldn't do this. You you can't do this. You you know, this this is not wise to do. Like that's the ego talking, right? So, um it's it's kind of like thanks little guy like I just think of him as a little cartoon because I always assume positive intent even with my ego like thanks little guy I appreciate you I got this (laughs) yeah I'm gonna be doing this anyway um and then like stick him in a box under the bed (laughs)
0: yeah it's crazy yeah like how that works, but your higher self always knows that that's the part of you that's always guiding you and and bringing these opportunities and insights and stuff that your your way. Like how you said, you had the download to create Tribe Finder out of nowhere, kind totally. of. But it was Absolutely. so aligned with your theme in a way. I mean, because you were already doing the marketing and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's and and a funny thing that like you. My favorite thing to do, like my favorite pastime, uh, one of my favorite, because I'm multi-passionate too, but one of my favorite things to do is to look back on the journey and to see that where, like, to see different things that maybe you didn't notice before, um, like, and and how they kind of make sense now. Mm -hmm. And there was like something that, so like a youth pastor when I was a teenager was saying like, um, he told my mom, cause I had left the church because, you know, I was 18 and I was done with it. And, um, cause I was a hippie, right? <laughs> I was leaving. I was done. Um, and he told my mom, uh, he's like, well, she's going to be a, you know, a really strong leader someday or something like that is, is what he said. So that was, that was like, you know, just that part. And then there was like, um, the first metaphysical expo that I ever went to, I went with my husband and Nora was with me and we had a group of, um, they were like, you know, Holy roller Christians. Um, what is it? Pentecostal. They were like, they apparently literally roll around on the ground, but anyway, so (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I have to see video footage. I've never seen it, but, um, So there were three of them at this expo and it was almost like, well, not almost it was, they were there to, to, to convert people to Mm. being Pentecostal at a metaphysical thing. So they were basically telling you, you were wrong, um, asking questions about, you know, why you believe this and then letting you know that you were all wrong about everything. And um, anyway, there was, they were starting, they were talking to us and I will entertain anybody um, because, you know, if you're going to talk, that's fine. I'll talk to you as well. You may not like what I say, especially if you're going to be telling me, you know, that I'm going to hell and and whatever, but Mm -hmm. um, in front of my daughter, if you're going to say that in front of my daughter, we may have uh, words. But um, so they were starting to talk like that. And then one of the ladies looked at me and she was like, I don't even think that you need this. <laughs> like about what wow. you're doing. And then she was like you have like this Joan of Arc sort of energy. And I'm like, what the It was almost like she was turning like woo or metaphysically. So I was like, what's happening right now? And then like these just these fun things that have happened and then now you and I are both in similar places where where we really have big platforms where we can stand in our truth and we can, we can tell people like how we got to this place and allow other people to get there as well. Right. So, um, it's almost, it's, it's fun to look back and remember those things. Cause mm-hmm. it was just little points that didn't mean anything then, but now looking back is like, Oh my, so they I were picking totally up. Totally. relate
0: Yeah. <sighs> I I can totally relate. It's so fascinating. And I actually encourage like people who are listening to do that, to look back and, and even if you're not like quote unquote where you want to be yet, like I would still look back and like seek out the lessons and little signs along your journey that have led you to where you are now and that are leading you to like where you're trying to go. Because Martha is right. Like there's Mm -hmm. so many things like even that I've noticed too, um, that I would have never thought, but looking back, it all makes like sense. And it, and that's when it's like, wow, this is crazy, but like crazy cool because this clearly was meant to happen for a reason. And I was meant to go through those things, even if they were like challenging hard times or whatever, so that I, I can learn these lessons so that I can grow
1: so that I can share this message. Right. It's like the, the divine orchestra. It's, there's a, it, you, it's so fun to look back and see like how everything played together when things, you know, like there's plenty of quotes out there saying when things fall apart, they're coming together. Right. But you can, you can actually look back and see how something that appeared to be the end of the world for you at that moment in time allowed For this other thing to be able to come in and really let you step into a whole new space that you may not have been ready for uh, had you not gone through those things, right? It's just so cool.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of like what I explain with divine timing, too. Because sometimes people are like, oh, well, I'm trying to get here or do this or whatever. And, like, you know, we all get impatient. (laughs) But, there is a thing called divine timing. It doesn't mean that things need to take forever. It's just there's certain lessons we need to learn, certain things we need to go through and grow through. Exactly. To get to that next phase.
1: Yeah. Well, we're not going to be, um, the way that, I feel like it is, is we're not going to be given that that opportunity to really change the world the way that we know that we're supposed to. We won't be given that opportunity if we're in a position where we might flub it up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like divine or God or whatever you want to call that energy source um, is going to, it's like they're not going to hand it to you if you're still in a potentially volatile state, right? You're going to meet made sure that you're the person ready to do the thing and then it will be handed to you. Mm -hmm. But it's it you have to go through so much to be able to be that person, especially in these lives.
0: And it's really mainly about like I feel the faster you learn the lessons, Mm -hmm. the the faster you'll that you'll build that momentum and see things coming into your life much faster yeah you know like as the faster you learn those lessons and you do that shadow work and and stuff, the faster and easier it will be to call the things you want into your life
1: exactly that's exactly right that's um there was a friend of mine we did a retreat not too long well weekend last weekend um, and a friend of mine was on the retreat and She's just so freaking wise. <laughs> you know, when you have those friends that are just so damn wise, you're like, oh, I just love you. <laughs> but she was, uh, I, we were talking about, you know, the good and the bad in the world. And, and how do you deal with like this, this hugely negative scenario and the situation that's going on? How do you still show love? Because that's what we're supposed to do, right? Is to to show love, to be love and to, to always try to show love in every situation. That's what I believe anyway. And uh, I was like, how do you continue to show love um, when you see these people, you know, hurting other people? Like, how mm-hmm. do you do that? And and something that she said, and I'm not sure why this even came up right now, but it must be for a reason. <laughs> um, again, with for the reason, right? But um, what she said was, uh, because it's all one, because we are all one. We need that. We, that. They are even part of us. So like the negative entity or the negativity, the negative people are still part of us. So we have to show love for that entire thing actually happening. So what I mean by that is their, their negative thing that they're doing, they're playing a role honestly, the same way that we're playing a role. We came here to do a thing. We, we started out basically like in this, if we're just going to draw a picture in this room outside of the world, looking in saying, okay, I'll go there and I'll do this thing. Um, and sometimes based on our, our karmic, um, cycles and where we're at with it, sometimes, uh, you have to have somebody else say, okay, well, I'm going to like in your soul family. Okay, well, I'm going to come in and I'm going to hurt you. And I'm very sorry, but I'm going to come in and I'll, I'll play that role that you need to happen in your life. So it actually comes from a space of love, but they don't remember that because we don't remember things whenever we come back in. Right. Um, so it's, there's like this growing process and everything. My God, I have goosebumps for days right now, Mm. but, um, it's, That's what the entire thing is about is that we're all playing roles. So we are divine. We are God, right? Like we are all one thing, but then we come in, there are little bits and pieces of us, and we come in and we play these roles to be able to learn and grow. And that's, and and we have to have the friction in order to grow. Somebody has to be the bad guy. Somebody has to be the bad guy. So it's it's really, it's that we're all the same thing and that we realize our own interconnected nature. It's the hardest thing to wrap your mind around. Even whenever she said it, I was like, whoa, I don't even, like it took me seriously 30 minutes to sit there like, okay, now I can kind of understand how I can show love to, I mean people doing genocide right I mean like Mm. the those extreme things where you just want to lash out but the lashing out energy is the thing that we can't do because that's we're not that that's not what we're here to do that's feeding into the problem it's feeding into the negativity right instead if we show love then it's we can sort of dissipate it more um But anyway, I'm not sure how I, I said at the beginning, I wasn't sure how I got into that. And I'm like, wow, I'm just going to go, just going to keep going. That's some deep stuff. It, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was Jamie that, that said it, if you know who Jamie Schumacher, um, it was her that said it. If you want to talk to her more about it, she's freaking great. She's awesome. Wow.
0: That's some deep stuff. My question would be like, do you think that there's ever going to be a time where everything is quote unquote good and love. <laughs> I mean, cause you know, they say the whole polarity thing, like can one really exist without the other? And you know,
1: well, we're all going, we're all, I mean, so we're, we're up leveling, right? So whenever we up level into different, so people, some people are getting into 5d and, um, 3d, definitely not. Right. Yeah. But, um, as we keep getting up, I mean, you get up into like your 12s and things like that, you start getting into that and you're coming back to love. So that's our our entire trip, our journey is to go back to love. And that's that. So I believe there is a place where it is all love. And it's really you being reunited again, with the whole with God source, you know, like, with the actual when if you've up leveled enough, and then you go back to um, you go back to God, or you go back to pure yeah, love, yeah. Mm-hmm. but that's um, that's where the negativity, like those parts of it, they can't get past. Like I don't know, somebody said, seven or eight, and I don't know how they know that, but um, they can't. Apparently, the negative uh, entities can't get past um, seven or eight D. So they can still they can still manifest their own their realities and things like that through. Um, you know, 70. So they can keep moving up along with us up until that point. But after that point, you have to exist in a space that is over 51% love, like living in a, your thoughts are over 51% love. Then, and, and they can't do that, of course. Like that's mm. not, that's not the space that they live in. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with the Buddhists or, um, yeah, the Buddhists and uh, the monks that go into Rainbow Body. I don't know if you're familiar with Rainbow Body. I think,
0: I don't know if it was you and I that were talking about this, but I. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I feel like I was learning something about this very recently.
1: That's, um, there are monks that would go into, uh, into caves, and they would be in, in caves for like 20 or 30 years. Um, wow. And all they would think are loving thoughts. That's all they would think. But there are visual representations there were people that saw these monks go into rainbow body and they just disappear they just disappear and then there's a rainbow where they left like there it's like their clothes are there but their body dis- disappears and they just go straight back to love so that's that is it, you just have to think all loving thoughts is is what it's about so there have been people that have gone straight from physical to you know, love wow, rainbow body. That's fascinating. It, this is like a whole is.
0: nother <laughs> a whole other topic. Wow. This is uh, uh
1: well it was like Luke Skywalker did it. They it, it seemed like that's what they were trying to to do in the last Star Wars. Um was Luke Skywalker at the end. I don't know if you watch I'm a Star Wars nerd, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um I've watched it a couple times, (laughs) but, um, at the end he goes into rainbow body. He disappears. It's, but it's star Wars is very Buddhist in nature. Like the, the themes of it and everything, it's all, you would dig it if you look at it from a Buddhist perspective, but, um, it's yeah. Yeah. So there's that.
0: Very cool. Very cool. (laughs) So, um, I know you do like Akashic record readings and stuff too. How -hmm. did you like, I would love to hear like how you developed your gifts.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Because I know a lot
0: of people are probably like wanting to develop their intuition and and their own special gifts, whatever they may be. So just curious if you have any like input on how to work that muscle.
1: Absolutely. So the first thing I think is uh, how you... How you feed your body, what you feed your body, and what you also don't feed your body. Mm. So, um, making sure that you're not uh, well, you you need to clean up your pineal gland. Okay, so things that would do that would be um, cutting out the fluoride, making sure that you don't have aluminum coming into your body. So, a lot of times, aluminum is going to be in deodorant. Mm -hmm. um, And also, heads up, ladies and gents, that gives you breast cancer too. You're putting aluminum straight into a lymph node that then Mm. goes right into your um, wow. Yeah, so that's the thing. But um, so you want to clean up like your pineal gland or your third eye. If anybody's familiar with your pineal gland at all, it actually has the rods and cones of an eyeball. Like it can see. It's just it's it's in the center of your head. Um, so you want to clean that up because that's going to be your connection with divine. Um Uh, so yeah, the, the fluoride, the, the eating leafy greens, things like that are going to help lots of iron. Um, so aside from that, I started reading a book that helped me. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now. It's got an orange cover. Mm, There's not that many Akashic (laughs) record books out there. It's got an orange cover, but, um. Uh, I started reading that book because I wanted to learn how to do it Um, and I didn't even know that you could be taught how to do something like that. I thought it was kind of like some gypsy magic (laughs) where like you just like your family did it and then you knew how to do it right like you had to be the special kind of person to do it Um, and what I know now is that's not the case at all. We all have this connection. We can all do it. Um, So as I started reading the book I went through one meditation, one, and, uh, and then as I went through it, it felt very like churched up, you know, like almost, uh, it was, it was very, I don't know, uh, I guess legalistic a little bit. There were lots of rules involved. And for me, um. Communication with my creator doesn't feel like there should be that many rules. It, it feels like my creator probably wants to communicate with me, and I just need to open up that that way to be able to communicate. So I went through one meditation, and I did get into the communication. But then um, as I was communicating, I did free writing. My very first one, I just did a bunch of free writing, mm. um, and it was – Crazy, crazy, and um, so much stuff came out of it. It was huge. Um, I need to go back to that notebook now that we're talking about it, but because um, <laughs> again, looking back on the journey. Um, but during that actual meditation, I was told that we don't need to do anymore. Like, I don't need to finish the book, and I never did finish the book. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it was. It was like you know how to do this. You know how to connect you're going to be able to it's making it's maintaining that you're going to be a hollow bone or be able to channel the messages without any ego. Um, you need to make sure that you're able to get messages to the people that need them without you throwing anything into it. That's the thing that you really need to make sure of because as, as long as you're coming to, to source or to God or whoever, um, as long as you're coming to them asking to share messages, which is what I do through Akashic Records, because um, I go into their records, right? But I but I first go to God. And whenever you're uh, coming to them and wanting to share the messages, you need to make sure that you really are in a pure place and that you're not going to be um, falsifying anything or making anything, you know, sound different than what it's really supposed to sound like. Like a lot of times, whenever I do readings, I'll use language that I don't even normally use. Like it's just the words start coming out. It's, a bit like Abraham Hicks, like where it's just stuff starts coming through. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's how everybody channels, honestly. Yeah. Um, Agreed. and yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, every single person can do it. We just have to make sure that our pineal gland is clear and clean as it can be. Um, and that, you know, we have a good relationship with divine source, God, whatever you want to call that. And that, uh, we make sure that we set our ego aside and, and, and are able to fully clearly channel the message because we won't be given the responsibility of somebody else's message. If we're not going to be able to communicate it clearly.
0: Yeah. And how would you like, I guess meditation you would say would be like probably the best way to connect and calm. And I like that you said you did free writing. I love automatic writing. I guess I used to do that a lot. I still do it Sometimes, but I think that's really awesome that you brought that up because automatic writing is basically when you just write and just let it flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I used to like to do it was I would write a question, like in my as my own self, and then just free write and free write from there. Not yeah. maybe not just a question, maybe even like a full blown letter, mm-hmm. and then just free like you know pause, take a breath, and just free write. And it's crazy like what comes
1: up. Hmm. You're a hell of a writer too. You're a really good. <laughs> Thanks. Writer. I always love your posts because when I, I don't read very many people's posts. Like I'm a scroller, right? I think a lot of people are, yeah. but whenever I see your posts, I always read them because it's you. always, they're always good. They're always so good and they're heartfelt and you're just a good writer. <laughs> thank you so
0: much. I really appreciate that. Sure thing. Of I course. Really Thank do. you. I feel like I definitely channel when I write. Yeah. Um as well as when I do videos, I I always have my selenite crystal near me. Oh yeah. Just to to keep me um grounded. And mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like selenite helps me channel or or share what needs to be shared more clearly. Yeah. There you go. You know, I've got
1: I, uh Lumerian. Ooh, it's, that's it's really a big pretty. One.
0: It's that huge. is amazing.
1: Isn't it huge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. All
0: right. So we are gonna wrap this up, but before we go, like I would love any advice that you would like to share with people who are growing their spiritual business, trying to get themselves out there in a bigger way. Um, what would you tell them to do? and also feel free to share more about Tribe Finder and how that can help them too.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah, thank you. Um, For for people, the advice that I would give, I think the most important thing is to remain uh, transparent and authentic in every Mm -hmm. single thing that you do. Um, Also, just uh, make a short list of things uh, that light you up. And those can be go-to topics for you. So I know that whenever you're first starting out, it can be a little bit freaky uh, whenever you're, if you're writing blogs or if you're um, posting on social media and things like that, because you can be like, Oh gosh, what am I going to talk about today? Right. Um, But if you have a short list of, of go-to topics, it makes, it takes the pressure off. So it's, it's almost giving you a blueprint for you to, um, you to be able to work with. So there's that also set up a, set up a public figure page, just do it. Um, I know business pages kind of tanked in the algorithm, but that doesn't mean that behaviorally people don't go to a business page to find out more about you. It's totally happens. Totally. It still happens. So still take advantage of it. Um, and yeah, TribeFinder Finder is, oh man, I just freaking love it. Um, <laughs> it's, pretty soon, so in a couple of weeks, um, and, I, and I say that right now here at the end of April, so in a couple of weeks we'll be able to um, Uh, you'll be able to get a free profile um, that will, that you'll be able to have some information on and then uh, you can upgrade for, gosh, I think it's only going to be like seven bucks or something to upgrade. Yeah. To, to something that allows you to share, you know, your social media channels and things like that as well. Um, It's also going to be, kind of like groupon where you're going to be able to share deals on there um, so you'll be able to track you know the people that are coming to you from tribe finder because as businesses we should um, be concerned with tracking our ROI or return on investment mm-hmm. uh, wherever we're spending our time or we're spending our money um, but yeah between that and the online courses the online courses it's super it's it's the technical things um, and and the business dev things that you would typically um, you would typically Google or you'd find on LegalZoom or something like that, and we just make them very bite size and um, you know you're able to actually take a course it'll take you maybe or a training, take you maybe twenty or thirty minutes or something and be able to implement it right then and there. So it's not um, it's not so much like a big undertaking or anything. It's just like, oh, I need to learn more about this. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, I'm gonna learn more about this and then I can use it right then. So um, that's that's how we try to make it because we know, that entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, spiritual businesses, we know that we don't have time. So yeah. um, that's that's the name of the game is how can we get you in front of the people that you need to be in front of um, the best way possible. And this is the best way that we can see. So that's what we're doing. Awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you guys can find Martha at thetribefinder.com. com. Yep. And also on Facebook. I'll put links in the little show notes where people could find you. Yeah. So and definitely connect with her um, because she's awesome. And (laughs) she really helps so many spiritual entrepreneurs get their get themselves out there in front of more people. So Yeah. So
1: do you. You're a killer. You're awesome. (laughs) So are you.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and share your awesomeness with us today.
1: Always. Thank
0: you. All right. Bye guys. We will see you. I will see you in the next episode.